We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, if you found $100 on the street, Sam, would you pick it up or would you keep walking? <laughs> you probably could pick it up. Of course you take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and they pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. Do the smart thing. Bet this football season. Bet my bookie. If you know, did you know you can bet on games after kickoff too? So if by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can hedge, take the other side. And if you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now, and my bookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit mybookie.ag today. Mybookie.ag. You play, you win, and you get paid. I mean, I try. Actually, it's the opposite. I try to gamble, but I just don't need to add a stress to my life. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like to. I like to get in a little bit, but you know, you know what I'm not going to be betting on is the U.S. to win the FIBA World Cup. Nice. Very nice. You like that segue? That was pretty good. Did you watch the first game? I. I mean, Listen, if you watch any of the tune-ups, but like the um, the first game against Turkey did. Okay, I missed the first quarter, but it kind of coincided with when I was getting ready to leave for work, and yeah, you because know, I get up at ungodly hours. Yeah, what time do you get up? 
It's a 5.30 game. Yeah. Well, why aren't you up? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I get up at like 7. And no, I, I only watch the highlights. Um, Turkey was a 20-point underdog, speaking of gambling. Uh, USA was projected to beat them by could've, the usual Could have made amount. some big money off my bookie. Yeah, you could have. Promo code Blue Wire. <laughs> Man, I here's the thing. This is one of the most unimpressive US team I've ever seen. There's just it's it's like it's it's hard to get into what's so bad about them other than the fact that Harrison Barnes is a key rotation cog. It's disgusting. I'm looking at the roster right now, Sam. I'm looking at the face of What's that guy's name? Miles Plumley. Not even Miles Plumley. Mason. Mason. Plumley. Well, Mason's the better Plumley. At least we got the best Plumley. But Christ. yeah, I, here's the here's the worst part. He's kind of useful oh, because because he's like the only guy who can pass on the roster. Like Draymond Green would be their best player. Not even oh, yes. a question. But like I'm watching them and I just it's I, I'm a fan of Tatum and Donovan Mitchell. And it's just a good reminder to me that, you know, these guys aren't – this isn't KD and, and Harden coming up, you know. This isn't, this isn't the next D-Wade and LeBron. Not even, not even peak KD and Harden. You only say KD and Harden because you're talking about when Team USA played and KD and Harden played, right? Yeah, when they were the same age, when they were like 21. Right. And, but, like, we knew they were more talented. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see the the – like you'll see uh, D-Way comparisons to Mitchell sometimes, and you'll like see Tatum get well. He won't get KD comparisons, but he'll get like star comparisons, right? Like he could be a star. Dude, Man, do, sorry, sorry, we just got a Sean Murphy Homer. I got to break into this. The A's just—he's like Buster Posey, but with offense. Just, okay, first off, please, please don't. How dare you? How? <laughs> the, how? Okay, you know what? I don't. Oh my God. I'm sorry. How, Oh. I was I was trying to weave that in, and the odds that he hits a home run in his debut as the catcher, right as a recording, is per- is he a top prospect? Yeah, he's pretty good. He's well, what top fifty? Something like that. I mean, he's wow. he, he's one of the A's top guys. But well, Buster Posey was a top one prospect, just to let you know. Future Hall of Famer, three time world he's champion. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. Future Hall of Famer. All star. He's, not, he's not going to the Hall of Fame. He is going to the Hall of Fame. He's one of the greatest catchers of all time. Broke his ankle, came back, won another maybe, title. Maybe he's going to get the Sympathy Hall of Fame. He's not going to the Hall of Fame. He is going to the Hall of Fame. Followers, please reply. <laughs> Leave in the comments. We'll no, he was, he, was, he was legit good. He might not because of longevity is what yeah, I'm saying. No. That's but the anyway. part because he's fucking trash now. Yeah, anyway, we're going to uh, get back to basketball. <laughs> We're getting back to Team USA. I wonder, wonder what people watch more, the A's or Team USA. Listen, the problem with Team USA is that th- some of these guys, like you're watching Anderson Verishow, who had like a 2010 game basically uh, yesterday. And it's just European ball is just a different game. And you've got these players that like have been put together like a month before this thing starts. They're not ready to play. They're not really that good to begin with. They're playing against teams that have played with each other since they're 15 years old. And it shows. Yeah, I would it also shows. say it's a different skill set. Like you, when you watch the NBA, you, you it's just there's so much more space and it's so much more about athleticism that like I mean, 
FIBA ball is really just kind of like the best version of college basketball is what it comes down to. Right. It's the same type of, it's the same style. Like it's a lot more about like motion offense, team spacing, passing, that sort of thing. And when you get a bunch of dudes who can't really pass the ball, like who on team USA is a good passer? Kemba? No, but I mean, he's the best passer on the team. Yeah. Right, right, right. I mean, you got miles Turner who has no idea what he's like. His eyes. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry we're talking about plumbing. Yes. Uh, Miles Turner, not a passer. Jason Tatum, not a passer. Harrison Barnes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like Marcus Smart might be their best passer. I don't know. Donovan Mitchell, slasher. Jalen Tatum or Jalen Brown. Not it's. Yeah, it's it's bad. And like and and look at the coach, right? It's Greg Popovich. Like the coach isn't. You know the coaches. Steve, God, every time I see Harrison Barnes play too much, I just imagine Kerr in the team meetings being like, "You know, Harrison Barnes can fill this role. He really wants it. He'll work harder than anyone. <laughs> oh, he'll fill the role. It'll be the definition of mediocrity in that role. That's what it'll do. This Team USA team is the definition of mediocrity too. You know the thing. The, the, the funny thing is like, Kemba Walker might be good enough for them to win the win the uh, win the gold too. Like that's probably the the funniest part of all of this is that Kemba Walker is not even close to the best player in this tournament. You know, you got Jokic, you got. Uh, Giannis, Giannis, yeah, you got a lot of good players, and and you know it wouldn't surprise me if Kemba just kind of took over every game. You know he kind of did against Turkey, and just won. Like it would not I surprise do, me. I do think the interesting thing is like Jokic is twenty four, Giannis is twenty four, and you have young Americans, and none of them will be as good as him. Those two, you know. So it, we've kind of. I'm not saying like the rest of the world is caught up or anything like that, but like we're in this weird phase where all the best young players are non-American and I'm sure it'll change in a few years, but uh, it is kind of interesting because even when you had great European players in the past, it's like you knew they weren't as good as the great American players counterpart age wise. Well, the, the other side of that is that there it's a fluke. Like that's just one, like Greece sucks. Like it's literally Giannis. Well, it's just one player, but yeah, right. So like, you look at these teams, and it's like, hey, they have that one guy, but outside of that, there's really nobody else on that team. So yeah, if I'll you bet put you it money together, right now, Serbia wins the tournament. I they got a lot of good European players, and I just I don't know. I think Jokic is the best player in the tournament. I think his game is more suited for this than Giannis, and that's my prediction right now. I mean, you put let's say for example, you put Anthony Davis on this team on this team USA. They win the they win the gold. Yeah, I mean, you put one to two top level Americans, and everyone else makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. The pro- the problem is you're relying on. But I'm just talking from the perspective of like, there's a lot of good there's a lot of good American players. I just don't think they they're playing. They just don't want to play. Which no, is you're like, right. But it, did any of the stud under 25s turn it down? Devin Booker. Yeah, I mean, Devin Booker is probably what you're going for. D'Angelo um, Russell. Yeah, I mean, that's I not great. right? I mean, th- those are the two best players under 25 who aren't playing. I guess Zion. You could throw him in there, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're right. It's not great. But I, I just think it's... Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the next wave will have to come at a certain point, and that's not pretty because it's like you look at Jason Tatum and Mitchell, who are kind of the young guys, and they're not really there. And do you think they're going to get there? I don't think they're going to. Th- I don't think they're ever going to come close to that superstar level uh, from either player or from anybody on this roster. They might really. be all stars, all stars, yeah, but not like 
hey, we're top five in the NBA. I don't think either come close to that. Sure. Yeah, so. Okay, well, that's enough FIBA talk. <laughs> I think they still win. That's my thing. Okay. I think they still so win. So I'll, like, I'll take Serbia, you take the U.S., and we'll, we'll circle back in these great September content. <laughs> yeah, loser has to loser has to do ad reads, um, but I, I, I yeah I think this it's they're still really talented. Like you kind of look at these Euro teams, you look at the Serbia teams, and like at the end of the day, like these guys are NBA players that Team USA has. Like even Joe Harris, like if he could ever figure out how to shoot the basketball again, like that's a guy that can that can have like eight threes. Like what's the difference between him and some Euro scrub that's like a shooter, right? Like Joe Harris is probably the better player. So like end of the day, they're still more talented. Um, just I guess the margin of error is, cl- is closer and it's less, but and I still kind of expect them to win. I mean, you kind of always expect Team USA to win. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting tournament. We'll see. We'll see how it breaks down. But there are no Warriors in it. If D'Angelo Russell is in it, they would clearly be winning by twenty points every game. Oh yeah, we're gonna 100%. move. The, we're gonna move the pod forward. Um, actually, we just got a question from friend of the show, uh, our boy Kevin. Oh boy. Um, he says, for you and Andy, what's the most? What's your most fob attribute? Oh, oh boy. Uh, you want to go first? I have one. No, you go first. I have to think for a second. So, um, I'm Chinese. Shocking. Um, I speak Cantonese, and we have this thing where, like, and my parents speak. Um, my dad spoke. Uh, English and Chinese. My mom pretty much only speaks Cantonese and another dialect of Chinese, Toisan, for people that care. Basically, we have this thing called Chinglish. And I, my most fob attribute is that sometimes when I get really mad, I start swearing in, in Cantonese. I start swearing in Chinese. And then sometimes I'll talk and I'll like mix in some Chinese just because like I can or like, it just comes out. Um, so that's the most fobby attribute is that sometimes when I get super pissed, I'll just start swearing in, in Chinese. <laughs> okay so um internally it's the same thing where like if i get really upset i'll want to say something in farsi and then realize like like you'll annoy me and i'll want to say something I'm like this is gonna make sense <laughs> well now, now the thing is 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 farsi your first language or second language first oh, okay so that's the difference between you and i because uh, cantonese is my second language or I guess it's the same, but you spoke Farsi first, and then you learn English, right? Correct. Okay. Um, and then I don't know. Most fob, it's got to be fashion decisions. I have to like talk myself out of just being an all black with like with like gold chains, pretty oh much. It's, it's just I, I'm drawn to very fobby Persian fashion <laughs> decisions. What's so. a what's a famous Persian celebrity? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's one that I can give you. Yeah. We got my cousin Antonio. He's not really my cousin. <laughs> he does, I do get that one all the time. Antonio Sandiari, the poker player. He, he is from here, too. That's the craziest part. Yeah, well, we're not um, We're not related. Um, yeah, I'm sure you're not. Anyway, um, let's move this one forward. Uh, so... I guess we got a month till training camp starts, so let's do so. We're just gonna like break down teams in the West for the next couple weeks, um, but we're gonna do it in a light years fashion. The only we way go. we know how. So we'll start with the Southwest Division this week. So um, 
I'm going to give you a team, and I'll give you their line. So the Houston Rockets actually are favored to win the West. According to Vegas, 54 and a half wins. They're the, um, they have the highest win projection per Vegas in the West. What? Yeah, I know. I was kind of surprised. They're tied with, to be fair, it's them, the Clippers, and the Jazz are all projected to win that much. Um, but I guess we got to start with this. So do you think the Rockets are going to be a problem for the Warriors? Uh, no. I think if the Warriors are healthy, that's the six-game series that the Warriors should win. Um, I don't even know if Russell Westbrook and Harden last that long, man. Like, I, it wouldn't surprise me if they get broken up somehow. Obviously, it wouldn't be Harden. Um, but, like, I just – I just what what does the fit even look like, which is, like, very standard for everyone that's looking at this team? It makes no sense. There is absolutely no way in my head I can justify a reason for this fit working. And it's primarily because they both play the exact same way. They both want to play the exact same way because it looks good. Uh, to everyone else, and it looks good to them. And Classic love no of the way. fame. Classic. L- that's literally why this team won't work. And you look at someone like P.J. Tucker and Eric Gordon and all these players that kind of have to stand around and watch this. Can you imagine Russell Westbrook and Harden doing their bullshit on the same team together with the rest of the team? It's not like they have great chemistry. So I, that's going to get better. So I do um, – it was actually interesting. I was looking it up today, and they those two plus John Wall – have led the NBA in time of possession per game for the last three years. And it's like those three are like outlier above everyone else. Like it's like those three holding the ball for like nine minutes a game, which if you think about it, you have the ball in your hands for nine minutes. You probably play 35 minutes. And of those 35 minutes, at least half of it you're on defense. So what we're saying is essentially – of the 17 to 18 minutes you're on offense, the ball's in your hand 50% of the time. Do you understand how frustrating that is to play with? Like, it's just, it's it's mind-boggling. Yeah, there's no, <laughs> it, we talk about the way that the Warriors share the ball. This is the exact opposite. I think it's gotten worse. Like, Chris Paul at least was a shooter. Let's think about this. At least Chris Paul could shoot and you can get away with you know him isoing or you can get away with him playing off ball even though Chris Paul never cut but Russell Westbrook Russell Russell Westbrook playing off ball is the, the epitome of a wasted player on offense and if you're like you're saying every possession is just one of them doing their thing they're literally playing four on five every single time down I still think they're going to rack up a bunch of wins though well the question was are they a problem for the Warriors so I don't that's I don't true. know. All right, now what we are gotta, we doing? Are we doing over or under or something or what? No. Um, oh, what, I know what we're doing. Love of the Fame star. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Who's Who's the biggest Love of the Fame? Star oh the my Rockets? God! It's Harden. I think it's Harden. It used to be Russ. Uh, it used to be Russ because when KD left, he did all of his fame stuff. You know, I could do what I want. Made a song. Did the dance. Won the MVP. Russ has been pretty chill. I think he's been. Uh, I think he kind of knows that his uh, basketball mortality is is not on the line, but it's like, hey, he's, he he doesn't win, so we got to figure something out. I think Harden is too dumb to know. I think he's just like, hey, I just want to win MVP. I don't really care about anything else. 
that's pure love of the game. That's dude, there's everybody knows what we're gonna say. Come on now, it's not even close. Because Harden is, it's all he wants, man. Like, does he even want to win a title? Like, do we know if he wants to win a title? I, I have think no idea. he's still convinced that he can win playing this way, and the it's not the style, it's not his approach that's wrong. It's just like I don't know. I, I don't even know what his excuses are at this point, but. I want to disagree with you, but I feel too strongly in the same direction. So James Harden, I mean James Harden's top five love of the fame in the league. That's oh, that's yeah. hard for Russ to Russ to um, beat. You know Russ has fallen off in terms of Russ's game, top 10, though. Yeah. and now he's fallen off of the fame category too. It's just not as <laughs> it's not his category anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, Russ used to be elite both as a basketball player and a love love of the fame star, but you hate to see it. All right, we go to the next one. The Spurs. Spurs are tied for seventh in the West for Vegas at forty-six and a half wins. Um, pretty much. So Vegas has it basically. They have the Jazz, the Rockets, the Clippers as the top three. Then Denver four. Then the Lakers five. Then the Warriors six. And then they have the Spurs. And Blazers tied after that, so that's who the, the eight teams that Vegas thinks are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I think their thing is they're going to have to. That that sounds about right. I mean, that's about where they are last year, um, and about how much they probably will win. Um, I think the thing is that if they want to win fifty games, they need a good defense. Um, Dejounte Murray's back. Derek White's, you know, he's playing Team USA. Um, they're both supposedly lockdown defenders. Uh, Derek White definitely is. But you also have DeMar DeRozan and Lamar Carsaldres as your best player. And I don't know if you can anchor a top. You probably need to be in top five, top seven defense of the league. That's probably how they're going to win 50 games. Um, maybe even better. So I just don't know if they get there. So they'll probably end up around this around this zone. Yeah, they didn't really do anything with the roster. Like some of those younger guys will probably get better. DeJounte Murray will come back. Derek White's decent. Yeah, um, I like him. Lonnie Walker probably will take a step that no one saw coming because that's yeah, what the Spurs shocking, do. shocking. Um, Patty Mills will score a bunch of points, and yeah, I mean it's the Spurs. We're not going to talk about them anymore. <laughs> no, that's true. Here's the good question: Do the Spurs have a love of the fame star? Um, this is Fred a Popovich. Oh, that was going to be mine. You ruined <laughs> it. You ruined it. <laughs> Did I steal it from you? I'd even let you set up the lead. I'll let you justify it. No, I'll let you take it. Um, I think that I, Greg Popovich, I think, kind of knows his his uh, state, his worth in the league. I think everybody can agree he's the best coach in the league. Um, I think love of the fame stuff comes from him kind of coaching against what is in the NBA nowadays. They have Aldridge and DeMar. They didn't need to sign Aldridge. They didn't need to trade for DeMar. Um, and they're playing mid-range, which is like, okay, dude, like this is 2019. Like, just chuck threes up. So that's love of the fame. It's kind of like how Steve Kerr is. Uh, the stuff that he does with the reporters, that's love of the fame. Like, come on, man. Nobody, nobody wants to see that stuff. Uh, A1 love of the fame material. It's got to be Greg Pop. It's got to be Greg Popovich. All right, we're moving off the Spurs. We can only talk so much Spurs in this pod. <laughs> um, let's go to the Mavericks. Mavericks, this is surprising. Vegas has them ninth, so first team out of the playoffs. Wow. 41 wins. I mean, I I like me some Luka Doncic, but I wasn't ready to go there yet. Um, it's 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 Luka, Chris Stapps. Bang and, the under. And, uh, you know, a bunch of dudes. There's and, no way. Dor- this- Dorian Finney-Smith. 
Yeah, this has got to be like this has got to be Rick Carlisle betting. I mean, a Rick Carlisle line or something. I, there's no way Kristaps. Even if you have talent with Luca and Kristaps, neither of them are winning players. Kristaps um, is coming off an ACL. Luca's like 15 years old. And outside of that, you got a bunch of guys that are like average at basketball at best. How's this team winning league average games? Oh, or sorry, how is this team going to be at 500 for the season? I don't get it. I mean, I, that's simple. They don't have enough good players. I, I don't know how good Luca is. He's good, but when winning basketball players, I mean, winning basketball games, good is different. That's different. Like, as far as I know, that's he's as good as Devin Booker right now. Devin Booker, Devin Booker doesn't win basketball games. No, nah, he's, he's a lot better than that. It, yeah, but well, if he wins 40 games, but if he's going to be kind of who he is last year. I mean, it's fine, but he's going to have to take a huge step forward, and I don't know if that's year two. Isn't that kind of more year three, four, five kind of thing? It's a lot to expect. I'm with you. I'm not seeing it. I think there's better teams in the West, um, but I think they're going to be sneaky. Now, their love of the fame player for me, it's Chris Stapps. Ooh. Chris Stapps, you just you scroll Instagram – just a lot of workout videos, a lot of a lot of weird, weird interactions, allegations. Not great. Um, I think he's he honestly, if he wasn't so talented, because he is really talented. And I don't know how good he is, but like the skill sets there, right? We both agree. Like if he puts it all together, that's a really impactful player. Um, but the personality has a lot of beadrins in him. Oh boy! And he, uh, I mean, they are countrymen. I don't know if it's a if it's a thing up there, but there's a lot of uh, Beedrins type activities. <laughs> James Harden would approve, I guess, is all we could say. Yes, yeah, this, this is a family podcast. <laughs> um, I think you're right. I, I think that's fair. I think Chris Stops is there so far in his game, his, his NBA career. There's way more fame than there is game, um, and until until him and Luca can. Find a way to put basketball games together. Uh, they're in love with, or not they, but Chris Stapps is more in love with the fame. So I think that's a good one. Well done. Um, before we get to the next one, let's do some reads. So join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your special offer by going to harrys.com slash blue wire. Why do you want to try Harry's? Harry's founders were two regular guys tired of getting ripped off and paying for overpriced razors. Harry's makes quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. If you don't lose your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. This summer, refresh your wallet and your face with a Harry's trial set. It comes with weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip. I actually use the Sam, surprisingly, I shave. Five-blade raz- five razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave. And rich lathering shave gel that will leave you smelling great. And we got a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy on the go. So listen- listeners of Light Years can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. Make sure you go to harrys.com slash bluewire to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to help support the show. All right, we got one more. Ship Station. All right, so when you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website. By the way, Sneak preview, light years coming out with merchandise for those that are going to be listening to this. ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keeps your customers happy. So right now, 
uh, Lightyear's listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use promo code BLUE. There's absolutely no risk, and you can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, and Amazon. So if you compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates possible. So visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in blue. That's ShipStation.com, then enter promo code blue. ShipStation.com, make ship happen. All right, we're back. Yeah, let's finish this out. Um, go to the Pelicans next. Interesting. They're actually predicted to finish 10th in the West, which is also surprising to me. Nice little team, though. Drew, Redick, Zion, Lonzo, Ingram, Derek Favors. It's, it's a good little hipster team. It's going to be it everyone's is definitely favorite. hipster team. Yep. Everyone's favorite league pass team. David Griffin reading a lot of hipster articles. No, I, I think I think David Griffin is finding a, a pretty good balance between kind of keep in not like between not tanking and keeping a star happy. I think the Pelicans were ran so bad that Anthony Davis had to leave. Um, that I think this is a lot better way of running a team where like they're not going to be great. They're not going all in. They're still flexible and they still got a decent team. Um, 39 wins might be a little high, I think. Uh, I, I think people underrate, people overrate young players, Sam. I think people don't get that Zion Williamson probably is going to suck at basketball. He'll have highlights, but he's not going to be very good. And same kind of goes for guys like Lonzo and Ingram, um, even though they're not as young. But, I mean, have we ever seen them play well? Not really. So, Yeah. Um, do you think they bothered the worst? Do you think they actually make a playoff push? Let's put let's put it this way. So like we we both agree the Warriors are kind of going to have to work pretty hard to hold a playoff seed until Clay comes back. Um, it's going to have to be a lot of Steph and Draymond with D'Lo filling the gaps and good health, right? Yep. Um, which which brings us to our question: like all these lower tier playoff teams, if any of them rise up, it's it's just another. It's it's another headache you don't want to deal with, right? Do you think yeah. this, do you think this is a team that we have to kind of worry about? Yeah, like a hanger on team that the Warriors would lose to on like a random Thursday night just because they're good at basketball and the Warriors are going to have a bad night or Steph sits out or something. Like this is one of those teams. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I, I take the I would take the under if I were betting on this uh, 39 just because I, I don't think Zion is good. I don't think Lonzo and Ingram are going to stay healthy. They've never stayed healthy. I don't think this is a season that they would. And Redick is is okay. He's not going to win you basketball games. Kind of same with Derek Favors. Like They're not going to win you more games than they should. So they're kind of capped at who they are. Uh, and then Drew Holiday is like a better version of that, right? So I kind of don't see this team. Like They'll be fine. I just think there there's going to be things that go wrong just because they're kind of relying on these younger guys to be actual good players. And I don't think there's much upside on that. You know, maybe if this was Zion in year three, but I, 39, 39 is kind of high. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think they're going to, they'll be in that range. It wouldn't surprise me if they made the playoffs. It wouldn't surprise me if they contended for the playoffs, like the Sacramento Kings did last year. Um, but I don't know. There's like, 
things that need to go right for them. Lonzo yep. needs to stay healthy, yep. and he needs to look like the player we thought he was going to be out of UCLA. It could happen. I don't know that it will happen, though. You know. Yep. Yep. And uh, you need that, and you need Ingram to be like a an actual like like good wing player, which like uh, instead of like a flash guy. Yeah. Like he, yeah. He, he definitely showed games, but like definition yeah. of flash guy. Yep. And like we know Drew's going to be good. We know Reddick's going to do Reddick's things, and we know Derek Favors, if he's healthy, is going to do. He's going to be productive in that role, right? Um, but yeah, I guess it comes down to Lonzo and Ingram, right? It would be hilarious if they took a huge step, <laughs> uh, because you know the Rambus organization would would look hilarious. But um, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to write them off. I, yeah. I think they're going to be they're, they're going to be a team you don't want to play, but they won't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Love of the fame all star. You got anyone? Lonzo. Ooh, that was an easy pick. Well done. I, I'm over here kind of thinking of ways like Jalil or Zion, but yeah, Jaleel, oh, of course. <laughs> hasn't he? Hasn't he suffered enough? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here, Lonzo. You're right, 100. percent Dude's got an album. He's in Rose. He's yeah. out here talking about his BBB shoes. Like when right, in love. when in doubt, go for the guy who who puts stuff on SoundCloud all the time. <laughs> like I told you, man, Damian Lillard is a sneaky love of the fame guy. He is. We'll get to him when we get to him. Um, <laughs> do we even want to do the Grizzlies? Hey, we're listen. We're doing a preview for all the divisions. We'll do. We'll finish up with the Grizzlies. Our boy, last in the West. Actually, so I, I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be really good, but it won't be this year, right? It'll be one of those young guys that um, the hardcore fans on Twitter will claim is a lot better than they are. Um, and John Morant, I mean, he's a rookie. He he'll probably be exciting. He'll probably have some moments, but he's It'll a rookie. Terrible. Point, he's a rookie yeah. point guard. Let's be yeah. real. Um, but actually, the most interesting thing about the Grizzlies is, uh, you know, uh, our favorite player Iguodala. What do you think happens with him? Um, I think he gets traded, and I'm hoping that he gets traded to a team that's not good, so that he can get bought out at midseason, um, and then he can return to the Warriors. Because I can almost – I don't want to guarantee it, but I can almost tell you that if Andre Godala gets bought out and he has a choice of where to go, he's going back to the Warriors. So you feel pretty confident if he gets tra- – so the only way he can go to the Warriors is if he is traded once first. Otherwise, Correct. the Warriors can't get him until next summer. You think if it happens and then he gets bought out, he's picking the Warriors over the Clippers, the Lakers, the Bucks. Yes, yes, yes. You think he's that loyal? You think, yes. you think he's even after they trade him, you don't think he's gonna be upset? I don't think it's about loyalty. I don't think he's that upset. He might be annoyed, but I think it's more it's, I'd be I'd be upset if I was him. Like I, I, I I'd get it, but I'd also be like you know I, he he his whole life moved when he thought he was just gonna retire here. Uh and so that's why I think he comes back, because he wants to retire here and his whole life is here. So I, I think and I, there's no sources to this. I'm just saying. Um, but I, I think that he's very comfortable here. He wants to be here. And I think he's willing to put aside and understand what the Warriors did and cut back. Either way, he's going to get paid. It's not like he's taking a pay cut to come to the so, Warriors. So so my thing is I, I don't think he's going to get um, traded. I think Memphis is just going to buy him out. Just going to buy him out, yeah. Because I, I don't see the team who's going to trade for him. Because the teams that want him are, con- I mean, it's obvious they're contenders, who 
obviously he's a proven playoff player who can help them when it matters. But those teams to trade for him would have to trade sixteen million in salary. So either they're getting rid of a good player, which like you know, you don't really want to do that for a thirty five year old, or they're getting rid of a, a bad contract and then they have to give up. You picks. Wanna, you know who would make that trade. And that's actually that's not a bad um but I I don't see the team. Who would make that trade? Lakers. They don't have anything to trade for. Yeah, they'll find a way. Danny Green's the only contract that matches. Um, yeah, that's true. Um, maybe maybe Milwaukee. I could see Milwaukee going all in on it. I'm gonna look at Milwaukee's contracts right now. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this is not riveting podcast stuff. Um, <laughs> what was this? Not not riveting. Okay, if he let's say he doesn't get bought out. Let's say. He just gets bought out. In other words, he can't go to the to the um, Warriors. What team do you think he signs with? Uh, the Lakers. Over the Clippers? Yeah, I think Andre. I think Andre Iguodala has that type of troll in him, where he's like, you know what? Fuck the Warriors. They know they don't like LeBron, but I think he's. I think he understands that his Hall of Fame credentials, his career, everything. You win with LeBron, it's better than, or it's going to look better than winning with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And as a Laker, it also hits different. So I think he'd sign with the Lakers. Okay. I don't think Warriors fans want to hear that, by the way. This really is one of our best podcasts yet, Sam. (laughs) Um, I'm not even going to do a Grizzlies Love the Fame All Star. We'll just get on on this. Got anything else for me? Uh, no, I think we're good. I think um, I just, just Blue Wire. Blue Wire, Blue Wire, Blue Wire. Make sure everyone subscribe uh, to Light Years. Check out the website. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff coming out. New website coming out. We got new merch, Sam, coming out for those that are still listening. So keep an eye out for that in the next couple weeks. And uh, I mean, training cap starting, man. We're getting ready to go. Things are about to get real. We've got a lot of new stuff coming. All right, man. Later. All right,